Good morning, it's February 8th, and this is your Daily Brief in Tech. Here's everything you need to know. Square Enix has unveiled new details about the eagerly awaited Final Fantasy VII Rebirth during the PlayStation State of Play event, marking its release for February 29th, year 2024, exclusively on PlayStation 5. A hefty 48GB demo, now available on the PlayStation Store for PS5 users, introduces players to the game's opening chapter, The Nibelheim Incident, offering a glimpse into the main characters and storyline with one to two hours of gameplay. This demo not only serves as an engaging introduction, but also includes an additional segment covering the Junon area, set to be added on February 21st. Players who dive into the demo will be rewarded with items for the full game release, including the Kupo Charm accessory and a selection of potions and ethers, by saving their demo data. However, while the Nibelheim episode can be skipped in the full game upon completion, progress from the Junon segment won't carry over. The demo also introduces a new card game, Queen's Blood, and promotes exploration beyond the main path, enriching the gaming experience. Despite the initial PS5 exclusivity, there's speculation of a PC version release in the summer of 2024, potentially between May and June. The demo showcases significant gameplay enhancements, including improved maneuverability, character abilities, and a revamped combat system UI signaling a notable evolution in the Final Fantasy series. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is shaping up to be a monumental addition to the franchise, with fans particularly excited about the inclusion of Queen's Blood and the game's expansive exploration opportunities. Disney, Fox, and Warner Brothers Discovery have unveiled plans to launch a sports-focused streaming platform in the fall of 2024. This new service aims to offer an extensive array of live sports content, encompassing the big four U.S. sports, college sports, and a variety of other events including tennis, golf, and racing. With a proposed pricing of around $50 a month, the platform positions itself as a formidable competitor not only to traditional cable TV, but also to streaming giants like Hulu and Netflix. Analysts have expressed a cautious optimism regarding the service's pricing and consumer appeal, Though concerns about execution risk and the venture's ability to create significant financial value persist, the implications of this joint venture for cable companies and sports leagues remain uncertain, with additional questions arising about the exclusion of Comcast and Paramount from the partnership. In the wake of this announcement, broadcasting stocks have seen a downturn, with Fubo TV's stock experiencing a significant drop, underscoring market apprehensions about the service's potential to disrupt the current ecosystem. The ultimate success of this new streaming platform will depend on its ability to effectively price its offerings and attract consumers in a sports streaming market that is becoming increasingly fragmented. Disney's CEO Bob Iger has characterized the launch as a landmark event for Disney and ESPN, heralding it as a major victory for sports fans everywhere. Apple is making strides in the foldable device market, with plans to introduce a foldable iPhone by 2026. This upcoming device is expected to feature a design similar to popular foldable phones on the market today, such as the Galaxy Z Flip 5 or the Motorola Razr Plus. But that's not all. The tech giant is also reportedly working on a foldable iPad mini, with a potential release date set for as early as 2024. The exact features and the necessity of a foldable iPhone remain a topic of speculation among consumers and industry experts alike. 
One thing that seems certain, however, is the price tag. The foldable iPhone is anticipated to be a premium product, with a cost that could exceed that of current foldable smartphones. Despite the potential for prices to decrease over time, the development timeline suggests that Apple's foldable iPhone might be closer to launch than initially thought. This news has had a tangible impact on the market, as Apple's shares experienced a slight dip on Wednesday. As the tech world watches closely, the introduction of foldable devices by Apple could mark a significant shift in the smartphone and tablet markets. SpaceX's latest Falcon 9 Starlink mission has hit a weather snag in California, leading to a postponement. An atmospheric river unleashing torrential rain across the state triggered over 500 mudslides and inflicted widespread damage. This severe weather phenomenon has not only delayed SpaceX's plans, but has also been linked to at least five deaths and an estimated $11 billion in damages. A new launch window is now set for Wednesday night, weather permitting. This mission is part of SpaceX's ambitious Starlink project, which currently boasts nearly 5,400 operational satellites orbiting Earth, with the goal of providing global internet coverage. But that's not all for SpaceX this week. The company is also preparing for a critical crewed mission, aiming to bring four astronauts back from the International Space Station on Wednesday morning. Amid these challenges, SpaceX is not alone in its cosmic endeavors. Other space agencies, including Japan's JAXA and Russia's Roscosmos, are gearing up for significant missions, marking a particularly active week in space exploration. Snap Incorporated, the parent company behind the popular social media platform Snapchat, faced a significant downturn with a 35.3% plunge in its shares. This sharp decline came after the company's fourth quarter earnings report fell short of analyst expectations, highlighting slower revenue growth and a struggle to keep pace in the digital advertising sector, especially when compared to tech giants like Alphabet and Meta. Despite an uptick in its user base, Snap's financial performance did not hit the mark, failing to achieve a GAAP profit. Key financial indicators such as adjusted EBITDA and earnings per share saw a downturn, compounded by persistently high share-based compensation costs. The company's outlook for the first quarter suggests some improvement, yet investor confidence remains tepid at best. Adding to the concern, the Motley Fool Stock Advisor analyst team excluded Snap from their list of top 10 recommended stocks, signaling skepticism about the company's future performance. In the wake of these developments, Snap's stock price further declined to $11.99, marking a 31.3% drop. This trend wasn't isolated to Snap, as other companies also recorded losses in pre-market trading. Despite the prevailing market disappointment, a segment of analysts holds an optimistic view on Snap's potential for a rebound in 2024. Meanwhile, the broader market sentiment, as indicated by the Fear and Greed Index, remains in the greed zone, with the Dow experiencing an upward trajectory following these earnings reports. This has been your Daily Brief in Tech. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates via email at www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know.